I was locked in the bathroom. No. Didn't bring my phone, so I couldn't call. The shop played loud music on speakers, so my constant yelling and beating on the doors and walls went unheard. Hello, and happy Valentine's Day from under our roof. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Cupid. Oh. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day to all the house guests who celebrate or are interested in Valentine's Day. This time last year, we put together our, what was it, our matchmaking extravaganza. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of that episode. We're not doing that this year, though. <laughs> I know. That was, it ended up being a lot of work, although I'm not saying it's out of the question to do again. I but actually think it's in the question. Yeah. I would a thousand percent do it again. I would also do Saw You on Semler again, for those of you that remember. What I'm saying is that so long as we are on the internet, you can expect us to do a little bit of matchmaking now and again. We enjoy doing it on the platforms that we have, but we're not doing that today. Yeah, so... Figure it out on your own. Okay, you're on your own. (laughs) Go go find a date. It is Valentine's Day. Or don't. It's it's also just another Monday. And so we're really here to make your Monday... Your Monday... You're so good at this. It's it's not even a joke anymore. Keep going. Go on. Okay, so for those of you that are (laughs) Valentine content... The Valentine's content... There are other podcasts for you. Yeah, exactly. So we're here to make your Monday brighter if you're like i don't know 90 percent of people you probably Mm. have to go to work on a monday morning maybe you're on your morning commute right now but we i can guarantee will make you feel at least a little bit better about your job if you don't love your job or less alone yeah (laughs) who among us has not had a shitty job or just a, a bad job story workplace antics But in like a bat, not in a fun way. Yeah. So if you haven't caught on by the title, what will likely be the title of this episode. Work, bitch. (laughs) Introduction. I decided that's going to be the title because last week's title was Stand Up, Bitch. I like to think that our podcast is at least like on the fringe of being family friendly and you're actively trying to veer it. Not that bitch is like the worst thing for anyone to hear, but it's true. If it's you're in the, right. You're, you're it's right. a bit jarring in the title. Yeah. I mean, and what are we like two minutes in? We've already said bitch We've, three, four and, times. And I want you to know that when I upload these episodes to Buzzsprout, I routinely lie when they say, does this have explicit content? <laughs> routinely. I say, no, not here, officer. Nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not, sir. That's the beauty of having an independent podcast. We can get away with whatever we, we absolutely want. can, unless you are a sponsor, in which case we will be whoever you need us to be, Disney Plus. Grace, you make it seem like we are actively like begging for mm. any scrap of sponsorship we can get but we freak we have a lot of sponsorship opportunities that we don't do that's true like we actually aren't grace is so well listen i value the house guest community so much i don't want to take any sponsorship i want only disney plus <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that's disney plus or bust <laughs> you know what I just... dr pepper like there are some things i would do dr pepper <laughs> I'm just kind of thirsty what? to be honest but i'm just saying that like there would be sponsorships i would do but if it's like a matter of like i don't know your weird like scented oil or something like whatever 
Like when people reach out about, I'm trying to think of like weird sponsorship. Oh, well, you know what? I'll roast them. I'll roast them. Someone said, someone said, I don't know who it was. It was some perfume company. And they were like, if you sign up for, to be one of our, like you get 15% off with my code and it was going to be like code under our roof or whatever. We will send you a free sample of Dolly Parton's perfume. I, for one, was curious. I said, you know what? It's not a deal. It's not a total deal, but you send me over that Dolly Parton perfume and we can talk. And you know what they didn't do? Send me that perfume. I never received it. And I was going to give it as a gift to you. <laughs> you were going to give me a sample. Of- yeah, I was going to wow. give you a free sample. Big spender. <laughs> really romantic for Valentine's so I'm just, Day. I'm just saying that there are certain sponsorships I would be interested in. Obviously, we we exist in a society where we need money and things like that. And I would love to see our podcast grow in that form, but it's not going to be just anything. Well, no, we could be running, we could be running ads every week if we took any. And we would if it was Disney plus. No, that's (laughs) what I'm saying. If we took any sponsorships that were available to us, we could be running ads every week, but like, there's no point in doing it. If it's something that would be alienating to our audience, (laughs) that would be like a perfume company that didn't work. That, that doesn't send, the send you the free can. sample. Come on now. Okay. So anyway, that's a huge segue or not a segue. It's a huge diversion from what we want to talk about. And what is it that we want to talk about this week? Worst work stories. And I will actually say that I wish I knew who to credit, but this whole idea for an episode was from a house guest. It was, I think, over email because of several episodes back at some point we referenced when you had the worst day of work ever and you cried after and it involved termites it was i think the first time i cried in front of you yeah i think so well i think it was the first time i cried in front of you that wasn't a movie because i definitely cried when we watched about time together yes, that's true that was the first time i cried and you realized how much i love my parents and how it will set me <laughs> off <laughs> with just the the flick of a switch really that's really if i true. think about how much i love my parents too much um i'm a weak person i'm a weak and sensitive person But the first time I cried in front of you because of circumstances in the world, not in a movie, was this work story. And I'm going to tell the whole story. I'm going to name names. We definitely want to start by you telling the whole story. But I, somebody wrote in and said, we had referenced that story. And somebody wrote in and said, I'd love to hear the story if Grace is comfortable to tell it. I'm comfortable. And also, maybe you could do a whole... They know what they did. Maybe you could do a whole episode about... Worst work stories. Yeah. And so we, uh, I requested on my Instagram story and I got, I, people delivered. Like the first hour that I had the question up on my story, I only got like a handful of responses. It was kind of weird. And I was like, oh, maybe this is a bust. Maybe other people have just not had bad work Everyone's experiences. Just thriving. Everyone's just thriving. Everyone's thriving Every- under capitalism. Everyone is a CEO. <laughs> no <laughs> one is. Bunch of one percenters, yeah, I guess. I know. I know. And so I was kind of like, huh. And then I didn't look at my phone for a couple hours. And then I looked back and I was like, oh, no, people have really suffered. If you didn't get a chance to look at this Instagram story, perhaps it's because you're not following Lizzie on social media. And you recently changed your handle. So go ahead and give them a plug, lady. Yeah. So today's sponsor is me. <laughs> <laughs> this is not planned at all. I don't know why Grace is plugging my Instagram, but I'm kind of the social media manager for Under Our Roof. So I do post 
questions and things on my story. So if you would like to participate and you want to follow me, that would be awesome. And I changed my handle like nothing really. I just changed it from E.H. Baldridge, which are my initials. E.H. are my first and middle initials. But I didn't like that it was sort of like eh, like eh, eh, Baldridge, eh, Baldridge, even though those are my initials. But I just got sick of it. I don't know. I was like, eh. I basically said the word. Eh. Eh. So now it is E-L-I-Z Baldridge. Eliza Baldridge. No, it's not Eliza. (laughs) So it's the first four letters. Eliza. (laughs) No, it's not Eliza. There's no A. It's E-L-I-Z Baldridge. Oh, Eliz. Eliz Baldridge. Eliz. Yeah. It's the first four letters of my name. Eliz the Les. Okay. (laughs) Did you get that a lot? Yeah, that is literally why I don't really go. It's not funny. I don't really go by Lizzie in my life, except you always call me that. And now everyone on the podcast (laughs) calls me that. Do you want me to call you Elizabeth? No, not at this point. It'd be too weird. But like part of the. I I want you to know that I would if you uh, if you wanted me to. I made you say it in our vows. I did. Yeah, of course. I was. uh, But I say it like Elizabeth in a series when we're doing serious stuff. You've never, other than our wedding vows, you've never called me Elizabeth. I'm sure I have. Elizabeth, I can hear, I just feel like I've said, Elizabeth, I just can hear that I've said that before. The way that my mouth moved, I can tell. You've literally never said that. Okay, well, let's just agree to disagree on that. Okay. Anyway, I, yeah, people used to say like Lizzie the Lizzie, so I stopped kind of going by Lizzie. That was like my childhood name. And then I went by Elizabeth all through college and law school, but then like certain people would still call me Lizzie, including Grace and some of my old friends. And then it just became this like thing that infected everything because people would hear someone else call me that. And then I think they would think that that was like what I really wanted to be called, which I don't know. It's tough. Like I honestly, if I could pick my name right now, if I had to like choose a name for myself, I know this sounds insane, but I would probably pick Lady. Mm. Like, I kind of think Lady as a first name is really cute. Yeah, it is cute. It's kind of a dog name, but, like, that's fine. And there was Lady Bird Johnson. Exactly. Like Former I, first lady. I feel like Lady fits me better than any other name, but you are the only person that calls me that. Do you want other people to call you that? Like, not at House this... House guests will deliver. Not that's at the this, thing. Not at this point. Anyway, we're going on such a tangent. So my new... Instagram handle is E-L-I-Z Baldridge, B-A-L-D-R-I-D-G-E. So if you want the scoop behind the scenes, get the 411 (laughs) on everything that's going on podcast related up and until we create social media channels specifically for Under Our Roof, although there is a Discord, which I will link in the show notes. Follow E-Liz Baldridge. You can also follow me too, but I'm a chaos. I don't know what I'm talking about. Took some time and you grew up. Okay, let's get into the work stories, but let's start with yours. So please, without ah. further ado, tell us the termite story. Well, it was, it must have been 2013 or 14. 
in any case, I accepted a job. I was in the um, the PA circuit. A PA is a production assistant, and I'd moved out to Los Angeles with a hope and a dream and a prayer. And I very quickly and very fortunately found work as a PA. So I was kind of delivering sandwiches. I was just an, a runner. I was doing errands for things on set. A wide variety of tasks, but very much like on set, delivering, food-oriented, parking, that type of thing. I would say grunt work. Not a lot of heavy lifting, but a lot of like running back and forth and headsets and being at the beck and call of producers and sort of that. So I got that job very quickly when I moved to LA on the set of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Very quickly, I learned that this is really fun work. I really actually enjoyed that job, but it was very tiring and the the hours were extremely long. You're just very fortunate that they do, they do have craft services. So you can kind of, you're not paying too much for your meals, which is also good because they pay you so little. The pay was so, so low. So even though I enjoyed that job, I was eager to get out of that specific role. So there was a, a job that opened up for a place called like Pie Town Productions, and they do House Hunters. If you didn't know the show House, that's like their main thing. They have other shows, I'm sure, but like the main thing was that they like invented House Hunters, and so all the spin. But something like they lost. I think like they actually like lost the rights to like normal House Hunters, so they only <laughs> had like House Hunters like renovation and like all the spinoffs, like House Hunters International, all the spinoffs. And they had an opening for an office PA. And I was like, oh, this is a great gig because I won't be running around so much anymore on set. I will be in an office. I'll have more regular hours because before at Who's Line, I was working like 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. And you did get paid overtime. It was a great production, but it was just, it was a lot. And I was looking for something a bit more stable. Office PA, sign me up. I, I get the interview. I get the job. I'm excited. We begin. Very quickly, I learned that they have a loose understanding of what is an office. One of the <laughs> one of the first tasks I had was painting the parking lot, like painting everyone's sign for their parking spot and whatever in the parking lot and making sure that the paint was fresh, um, which is not really an office and also not something that I had done before. And specifically, I could only paint the parking lot before or after everyone else had gone home because you didn't want me painting when people were arriving because of wet paint. So I would have to get in either super early or stay super late. And they were like, it's going to be a really fun way for you to learn everyone's name. And so I would have to like get all these stencils and like find people's names names and everyone had like an opinion on their parking spot, whatever. That was that was neither here nor there. I really didn't mind that job. What I did end up having to do a lot of was rather than running with my legs, they would have me like run things with my with my car and I would get reimbursed for mileage, which was very nice of them. Um, I also got in a car accident. I think that's when I was really like ready to leave. I got into a car accident while I was getting sticky notes, like post-it post post notes. notes, yeah, from one of the other offices to bring to the other office on a Friday afternoon at 4 p.m. And I remember being like, mm, this is not worth it. <laughs> like as my car was like wrecked. I, I remember was, like, that. I was like, simply there. There's no need for me to have gotten into a car accident over post-it notes at 4 p.m. on a Friday. Anyway, I would do a lot of driving for them. They had a house hunter shoot, a house hunter's renovation shoot in, where was it? Like Long a, Beach. In Long Beach. Which is like an hour away from L.A. Yes. And I was actually really excited to be the PA for that 
shoot because if you do your job really well, you get everyone's lunch orders ahead of time and you can send in those lunch orders, like everyone on the crew, yourself included, that's comped, and you can find the lunch places in the area. And I was able to pick out my sandwich. I was so excited. It was this olive tapenade sandwich. And I knew that even though it was going to be a hot day in Long Beach and I was going to be on, you know, on the clock and doing lots of different renovation type of tasks and running around with my little headset and doing all these little chores that at least I I was able to pick out where we're, what we're eating for lunch. And so it's a little thing where it's like, it's going to be a hot and long day and I am not interested in home renovations. <laughs> anyway, there were a few weird things about this day. Like they asked me to pick up a bunch of Perrier water because they wanted to make it look like a pipe had burst, but a pipe hadn't burst or maybe the pipe had burst, but it wasn't that dramatic. And so I <laughs> had to stand behind the wall and like open a Perrier bottle on cue so it would look like the pipe had burst like shake up a Perrier bottle and like <laughs> and why did it have to be Perrier I don't know so they, dumb. They, it was very silly I guess so we could drink it afterwards in the lead up to this shoot they were like okay guys it's gonna be really hot in Long Beach it's gonna be really long day so everyone like wear shorts a dress for the weather it is I just want everyone to be weather accommodating I was like Point taken, my friend. I roll up in shorts and like kind of a, a workout type of t-shirt, you know, ready to work. Someone on the crew comes up to me and is like, oh, I hope you brought pants. And I was like, why? And they're like, the house is filled with termites. <laughs> and I was like, what? And they're like, can you pull your socks up? And I was like, not that much. <laughs> like, you think I had like calf high socks that I could just like pull up? So yeah, the house had termites in it. And there I was like kind of crouching down in all these just weird positions to make it look like the, the big scene that day was the pipe bursting. And so that was my what I was really in charge of. But and I it didn't feel great to be like wandering around in shorts in a place that was like ridden with termites. But oh, well, I didn't get that memo. What I was looking forward to at least was that I knew that my lunch order, my olive tapenade sandwich that I had planned the days earlier um, was going to arrive, was going to be delivered as I had perfectly planned, like the good little PA that I was. Everyone got their sandwiches. The delivery came. Everyone got their sandwiches. There's about 14 people in the crew. 13 sandwiches are delivered. And I see the sandwich. I'm handing them out, making sure, hey, you got your sandwich. You got your sandwich. Everyone's good. Everyone's like, oh, someone didn't get their sandwich. But you know what? I'm going to be on that. I'll be mobile. I'll be able to go and grab them their sandwich. Handing them out, handing them out. One sandwich isn't there. <laughs> I start to realize. I was like, this is going to be my fucking sandwich, isn't it? My lunch isn't coming. My lunch isn't here. I was like, you know what? No problem. My lunch isn't here. Not a big deal at all. Let me just go drive to the restaurant. I called them. I was like, hey, I think you missed one of the sandwiches. Like, ah, oh, we did miss it. We're so sorry. It's here. Can you just come by and, you know, and pick it up? I was like, I'll be right there. I'll go pick it up. Go to into the into the termite house. And I'm like, hey, guys, um, hope everyone's having a good lunch. Everything good here. Good, good. I'm just going to run out, grab my sandwich real quick. I'll be right back. Lickety split. Director's like, I don't know where you think you're going. I was like, excuse me, sir. And he's like, nope, you can't leave because we're about to resume shooting. There won't be enough time. I was like, absolutely. So I called the place. I was like, hey, would you mind delivering it over? Because I'm not actually going to be able to pick it up. And they're like, no, um, we can't. Our delivery window just shut down. I was like, okay, that's fine. I was at this point, like this was my, my breaking point was getting there. But then I, I saw the craft services and I saw that there were a bunch of cliff bars. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have a bunch of cliff bars. I had a bunch of cliff bars. I was at this point really, I was seeking comfort through the cliff bars. I was eating a bunch of them. And then I'm minding my own business. Some guy walks up and he's like, who ate all the Cliff Bars? <laughs> at that point, I knew. I was like, this day is not for me. This day is shot. 
I waited until we were done shooting, packed everything up, made sure everyone, you know, got all their snacks and all their drinks and that everyone was taken care of, got home safely before I packed up everything into my little Ford Fiesta, went to go pick up Lizzie, who had been there in Long Beach, hanging out with a friend, day drinking, having a party all day because we were long distance and you were visiting me. We're driving back. Lizzie's telling me about all the fun that they had. We honestly had the best day. We like went on this boat and we i don't know we we had the craziest day we like did sake bombs at lunch like it was really fun you had a great time you were on you were on vacay yeah and no actually i wasn't i was working then and i had played Uh, hooky for like three days from work which is another story it's pretty fun yeah and then you kind (laughs) of turned to me you're like how was your day and i just exploded and it was the culmination of many things it wasn't just the termites it wasn't just the like crouching like in the drywall and like foaming up Perrier bottles all day and like getting soaked (laughs) and all that. It wasn't just the sand. It wasn't like all this stuff sounds like very little things, but compounded with, I felt like throughout the entire day I was looking for hope and at every turn, it just wasn't there. I was looking for a bit of kindness and I just (laughs) could not find it. It just, it was a day that was not meant for me. And very shortly after that, I remember just applying like, hell to get out of the PA circuit and into another hell, which was the working in, as an assistant in like film and TV. Oh my gosh, that's the job you had next. That's the next job. And I was like, I was like, I was like, see you later, suckers. When I left, I was like, not painting parking lots anymore. Oh, and they were, and at one time I had to drive to Palm Springs I because one that. of the Pie Town people forgot her iPad and she was like, you wouldn't mind just 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 grabbing it. I was like, would I mind driving to Palm Springs today for your iPad? There's no there's simply no way you could have what? For people that don't know, Palm Springs is like four hours away. No, well, it can so be the total thing. Yeah, it's at least a four hour round trip. It, it's more likely to be like a six hour round trip yeah. because you'll probably hit traffic at least one of the ways. Yeah. And you know what? I got to say this, too. The heads of that company are are gay. And so I just remember being like, it sucks when it's one of your own. <laughs> like, they're gay. And I just remember being like, they were so cold. And they had this policy where, like, we couldn't touch their soda. Like, oh in their fr- – like, it was, like, a thing where it was, like, every morning part of my job was, like, replenishing their fridge so that it looked, like, perfect and untouched. And I remember, like, one time, like, we'd keep all the sodas, boxes of sodas in the PA, like – basically closet that where three of us had to work somehow and i remember one time grabbing for a soda and one of the other office pas was like i wouldn't i just wouldn't make a habit of it like said it like that like i just wouldn't make a habit of it i was like what the hell (laughs) is this this is insane i remember like there's so many things from my like being an assistant or being a pa where i'm just like i'm gonna remember this shit because i'm a weird scorpio and if i am ever fortunate enough to have a company i will do things so fucking differently than whatever policy these were. Like, the, the the fact that it was, like, soda and, like, cliff bars were just, like, meticulously, like, they'd find out if any of the little, like, PAs, like, got their little hands on it. Or I, like, the number of times I got lunches, I think it should be a policy that if you are an executive and you're having your assistant get lunch for you, that you should also buy their lunch. I totally agree. Because the number of times that I would miss my lunch because I was getting 
that the the people the pie town people's lunch mm -hmm. and it was never on the table of like i was like oh a panera order wouldn't mind a bread bowl myself <laughs> <laughs> and they're like um no okay and then i have to drive to palm springs absolutely that's fine and i'll go into debt with all the gas that i'm yeah, that, using and they up. didn't pay for your gas did they no they they well they didn't pay for all of it but they you could put in your mileage and they'd pay like oh for gosh. like 40 percent or something like that they'd like reimburse some of it wow <laughs> you honestly you have so many good ones because like i know we need to turn to the we listener do. stories but i'm even thinking about the time that your boss at the oh, film studio printed, out, printed a out a photo a xerox photo of a puppy and was like can you get me this dog i was like i'm sorry he like found sir. A picture of a dog online and printed like out the Google picture. Google Images looked up puppy and he's like, I want this puppy. And, and Grace is like, oh, like I can look on Pet Finder and see. And he's like, no, 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 no. this puppy. And he's like, I've already showed the photo to my kids. So and it has to be this puppy. And you, I, I I did like reverse image, find the, pu the puppy. And you have you the got dog. the puppy and then you had to get the puppy and the puppy like vomited all over the back of your car. And ate my passport. And destroyed your passport. <laughs> so you had to get a new one. All on my own, like dime. Too. Yeah. They Meanwhile, they literally paid me an illegal salary. So, never yeah. Mind. All right. That's so, what happens when you don't have someone sign an NDA and then they have a podcast? I I know we. You're. I guess you're not naming that person, but you could. No, I can. I can give some context clues if anyone wants that. That's my industry secret. I, anyway, you you added Pie Town, so yeah, and I House Hunters. I don't think. I mean, it's not really House Hunters' fault. No, I it's mean, really also, mo like, mostly just like Pie Town. I literally don't care at all. I mean, truly, like, no one is going to find this podcast and, like, sue us for defamation. And if we did, it's all true. That's true. Anyway, let's get into our listener <laughs> stories, which these are going to be kept anonymous because I don't, well, I. Unless it's about Pie Town. And <laughs> also, don't... just be cool. No one look up Pie Town. It doesn't matter. It's been, like, a decade. Oh, yeah, no. That... Tr like, truly, I'm over it. Don't no, even... this is not... Just, just think fondly of this story whenever you watch House Hunters. Yeah. Just know that there's probably a PA crouching behind the scenes <laughs> in drywall, shaking up a Perrier bottle covered in termites that hasn't been fed that day. Okay, so let's start doing some listener stories. This is the first one I wanted to start with because it's just so... I feel like when you work in food service, you just have people that are so ridiculous. So, like, pe customers, I mean. Okay, so this person says, I worked at an ice cream shop for six years and I've had so many weird customers. Once a man complained to me that there were ants outside on the public sidewalk. Recently, someone told me <laughs> she didn't like that her hot fudge made her ice cream melt. It's hot. It's going to melt ice cream. In summer in, in summer 2020, we had a picnic table that was broken, so we flipped it upside down until we had time to fix it. One evening, I looked outside, and there were people sitting at the broken table and had somehow gotten it flipped the right way. I went out and asked them if it had been upside down when they got there, and they said yes, but they thought we just didn't want people to sit at it. I was so livid. I told them, yes, we did not want people to sit at it because it was broken and dangerous. Oh my gosh, this one, another food service one. 
Second day at a college town, Tim Hortons. P.S. I love Tim Hortons. We love Tim Hortons. We, we did a big road trip driving through Canada a few years ago, and we went to Tim Hortons all the time, like almost every day. <laughs> okay, so second day at a college town, Tim Hortons. I was left alone for four hours around noon on a Sunday, a.k.a. the church crowd. I had no idea how to make any of these drinks. Literally, by the end of this, I was blending steaming <laughs> hot chocolate and crying to people through the drive through <laughs> One of the many things that sent me into a very long, depressive episode, LOL. P.S. They are closed now. <laughs> That's so funny. Wow. <laughs> Crying to people in the drive-thru. Oh, that is rough. I work at U-Haul, and I live in the Midwest, so lots of cold and snow. Last winter, I was moving a trailer back to its original spot with my manager's help after we had cleared a lot of snow. I was pulling at the front with our trailer mover, and he was pushing the trailer in the back so we could get it up the hill. Unfortunately, not much sun reached this particular part of our parking lot, and snow had been packed down and melted into mostly ice. I was walking rapidly backwards (laughs) and suddenly lost my footing, falling on my back, and the trailer (gasps) mover kept rolling. Stop! In three seconds, I landed, watched the tongue of the mover roll above me, and yelled for help while a passing customer ran up to stop the trailer from rolling completely over me. It stopped inches from my legs. Oh, my gosh. That is crazy. I worked for a trucking company after college. One of my clients made the paper products for fast food companies, the fry containers and the cups, etc. It started off like a normal day. The client let me know they had a shipment ready to go, and I found a driver willing to pick it up from their warehouse and drop it off at a fast food restaurant in another state. During delivery, the guy in receiving refused the shipment. The truck driver had another pickup job, so he couldn't just return the paper products to the warehouse, and it was super stressful for him and our office to find a place for him to drop off the shipment and then someone else to pick up the shipment to return it to the warehouse. Why was it refused? Apparently, the paper products were soaked in urine. Oh, no. Under the plastic wrap. The customer blamed the truck driver for days, and so for almost a week I had to talk on the phone to this man how a truck driver did not open the plastic, (laughs) pee all over the shipment. I think it's cut off. Well, anyway. Apparently, the urine is still a mystery to this day because I ended up messaging this person. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, like they're saying like, no, the driver didn't like open it up, pee on it, and then wrap it back up. Okay, so that reminds me of one of my favorite TikTok accounts, Playboy Maudie, who's a truck driver. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would recommend checking him out in the... I'm going to play one of his viral videos. You might know this sound. We'll throw his uh, profile in the show notes because it's made me fascinated with trucking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Girl, I never had to come out. We knew I was gay. That child is gay, Monique. This is what they used to tell my mama. That child is gay. Mighty gonna be gay. Because I was gay. <laughs> when I was in pre-K, I was hunching boys on a little sleepy fan mat. I wanted me a boy since I was came out the culture. I was gay. <laughs> I ain't had to come out, baby. Ain't no need to come out when you was already out the closet when you came out the culture. um yeah so he's a truck driver and he does a lot of amazing like behind the scenes about like the showering situation and just um the truck driving industry so check out his his tiktok we'll link it okay so this is actually one of my best friends and i did not know this story before she wrote it in she says the first thing that comes to mind is my coworker catching a rat at the restaurant i used to work at it's dc so totally normal and she put it alive into the trash compactor and ran it which is horrible oh 
that's so awful. I know. Like, even though, yeah, I understand not wanting a rat in a Bean restaurant. Bean is concerned. Bean's coming over. But, like, Bean. that's so cruel. I mean, that's horrible. Bean, I know. You're such a sensitive guy. Okay, this is a law yeah. firm story, actually. Okay. So, this person says, during my first week, Bean is barging in. Well, Bean. he's nervous about the rat story. <laughs> Hi, Bean. He's literally licking our hands. Yeah, it's okay. Sleep. I'm okay. I'm sorry. I was a little... He gets upset little... if we get upset yeah, about anything. Yeah, okay. Everyone okay. just got a big kiss from Bean. I don't know if you could feel that or hear it, but there it was. Okay. During my first week of work as a lawyer just out of law school, my supervisor badmouthed my new teammate in front of me. Teammate and I would be working very closely together, so I was trying to start off on the right foot with them. Later in the week, supervisor called me into their office, and teammate was present too. Supervisor said they heard I had badmouthed teammate and accused me of saying the thing supervisor themselves had said. Teammate started crying. In an effort to avoid throwing supervisor under the bus and to build trust with the roommate, I apologized for saying something hurtful about teammate. The rest of my time working in that office involved too much office drama and gossip. I was glad when I moved on. Oh, that's, that's really toxic. R- that's like succession levels yeah. of like toxic manipulation. Okay. Oh, this one's really dramatic. Okay. Also, for some reason, some of my Ooh. screenshots didn't fully. Sh- well, anyway, I think you have, you have the next. Yeah. one. you have the next slide for that one. Okay, so this is like a two-parter. Both of them involve working at a children's sports instruction place. Oh, this is dramatic. I, I have a children's sports story too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so this person says. A couple was going through a nasty divorce and got into a screaming match in our lobby so bad we had to kick them out and call the cops. Then a lawyer subpoenaed my boss because of the payment history between the two parents. She forced one of the owners to go with her to the trial and whatever. Those of us who worked at the front desk were given instructions to never give information about lessons to dad. It was a hot mess and we definitely did not get paid enough to deal with it. Then the other story. Mom A, let's call her Ashley came to the front desk bitching that someone stole her fur vest. And when we reminded her that we are not responsible for lost or stolen items, she demanded we check the cameras because, quote, if a child went missing, (laughs) you check the cameras. What if a child went missing? My boss waited until after we were closed to actually check the cameras. Mom B saw Betty, question mark, saw Ashley's vest hanging up took it from where it was and threw it in a trash can. No clue what Betty had against Ashley, or maybe it was just a hatred of fur. But anyway, my boss retrieved it from the dumpster and had it dry cleaned and never told Ashley what happened. Wow. Very, very clever boss. I have a I have a sports kid sport camp mm-hmm. story. I don't know if I've told you this one before, but I was um, a coach for a children's basketball camp. It was a co-ed camp and I had the the youngest tots, basically. Mm-hmm. I had they were pretty young. And even though it was a co-ed camp, there was only one girl in my division and her mom was pretty high up in the school. And so I wanted to make sure since I I think I I wasn't a student anymore, but I'd recently graduated from high school. I just wanted to like do right by this, this mom, because I'm sure that her daughter was going to, you know, report back on how her treatment was. So I Mm -hmm. really tried to be super good with cool with this girl, but she was a very difficult kid to coach. And I remember the mom came in one day at the beginning of the camp and was like, hey, like, I'm just wondering why these lunches are so expensive. Like, I just oh my don't, gosh, you know, I've heard this, yeah. like, I, I'm just wondering, like, why these lunches are so expensive. And I was like, what are you talking about? We don't provide lunches at the camp. Like, everyone packs a lunch. And she was like, no, like, I've been giving my daughter money every day for <laughs> lunch. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I, I have not touched your kid's money and and there's I don't know where she's spending it because like we have vending machines but I don't know how you know where where it's going 
And then she was like, okay, well, that's really weird. Like, I really want someone to get to the bottom of this. So I started, like, really watching this girl's behavior. And she would go to the – I noticed that she was, like, going to the locker room, like, for water breaks. She would just take a little bit longer. And I was like, uh, I was like, okay, something is going on here. So I followed her into the locker room. Bean wants to go out, but I'm going to finish this story, Bean, okay? He wants his treat. It's time for him to have his weenie before bed. Bean has his, his treat at a specific time of day, and he's, like, a little a clock. clock if he doesn't get his treat. It's weenie o'clock. Yeah. But anyway, so I was like, I'm going to follow her. Like, I'm going to follow where she goes because I didn't I, I didn't go into the kids locker rooms. I just they get changed. They come back out. It's not my business to go in there. Right. So I, I went into the locker room after she left and I realized that she had been buying cans of juice so this is in belgium so they sell minute made cans like juice in a minute made can she'd been buying with euros cans of juice this is like a seven or eight year old and making a juice tower (laughs) because she was the only girl she was the unopened juice tower she was the only girl at camp and basketball camp so there was no one else going into this locker room everyone else was boys everyone else was boys i said that it was like a co-ed thing but she was the only girl there were older girls but they had a different locker room she was the only like little girl Uh and so she had the she had a tower of juice about like three to four feet high that she'd clearly been like working on and just like because when you're little like you don't really know what money is so she clearly was just like asking her mom for like lunch money and then just apparently i guess was like getting asking for more and more and her mom who was again like a high-ranking person at the school was like why are these lunches so expensive and i was like i don't know what you're talking about we don't have lunch here everyone brings their lunch but i think she was like going to a vending machine and kind of got drunk with power and started building this like tower of juice and i remember like asking her about it and then she just totally gaslit me and was like i don't know what you're talking about like i don't know how the juice got here i was like what it was the weirdest thing and i know that um my friend might be listening natalie was what my assistant coach for that camp and it was the weirdest thing to have to deal with because it was like is she in trouble like it's not our money like I i didn't know what to tell her i was like all right, I guess it's just a mysterious tower of juice, but like we should probably like take it down. Okay, on that note, we're going to let Bean out and give him his weenie. We will be back with more workplace horror stories after this. Pipe down, pipe down. You don't want to cause a scene. You don't want to be the reason that we're asked to leave. So pipe down, pipe down. Okay, Beanie, are you happy? Are you happy with Weenie O'Clock? Okay, we're back. We're back. Here's the next story. Our producer is so needy. I have to say, most podcasts, Bean, that have sponsors that are prestigious like Disney Plus do not have producers (laughs) interrupting them (laughs) mid-story for treats true. and snacks. That's true. You just don't you don't see that happen. Call her daddy never happened. Call her daddy. I've never listened to that <laughs> podcast, but I just know it's a big one. No, I made you listen to an episode one time. Okay, I wouldn't say that I've. I don't listen to that podcast either. But there was one interview that I was curious about, which was the Miley Cyrus interview. That's and true. I, I made you listen to that. That's true. Okay. I, um, I just feel like I, I lied mean, to people. I haven't listened to that podcast with any regularity or in like two years but it's big, i feel like though. it's very straight it could have changed since then but when i well listened- they had jamie lynn spears on so that feels like a straight thing to do true okay continuing i worked as a manager at marble slab ice cream shop during college one day one day i came in early put my phone in the office and then went to use the bathroom before my shift started the men's bathroom was just a single person setup. 
While I was using it, someone tried to come in. I froze and didn't say anything as they kept jiggling the handle and trying to get in. Finally, they left. I finished and washed up and dot, 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 the door handle was broken. (gasps) I was locked in the bathroom. No. Didn't bring my phone, so I couldn't call. The shop played loud music on speakers, so my constant yelling and beating on the doors and walls went unheard. I don't remember. Was this an ice cream shop? Yeah. That's playing loud music? I guess, yeah. I don't remember exactly, but an hour or more later, a customer finally came to use the bathroom. He almost left, but I managed to yell enough to get his attention over the music. Sent him to get the manager that was stuck on duty. Manager and coworkers tried, but couldn't get me out. Manager called owner, and he tried, but no luck. So I had to wait while he had a locksmith come in, and finally I was freed. Turns out the manager on previous duty just assumed I really had an upset tummy. (laughs) I did try and clean the bathroom using hand soap and paper towels to get some bonus points from the boss. He never noticed. Also, I didn't clock in, so I didn't get paid for all that either. Oh, no. That sucks. I didn't clock in. That was just for fun. I manage a butcher shop. Working in food service during a pandemic is one of the many reasons I'm looking for a new job. Had a lady during the week of Thanksgiving scream that she hoped the shop would burn down <laughs> because she thought the price of our turkeys was too high. Oh my gosh. Wow. I rented out kayaks to a couple who paddled into a storm, capsized, and got stranded on an island. <laughs> but did they know that a storm was coming? We don't know. Also, this is one of my friends from law school, so that's the context here. Uh-huh. Tried to hand over a business card, pulled out a tampon instead. <laughs> That's funny. When I worked at Home Depot, parentheses, so gay, I had a customer propose to me on the spot. Amazing. Oh, that's that's so gay. This one absolutely sucks. I wasn't allowed to use the customer-facing washrooms because I'm trans. That's awful. Cleaned so much poop out of old Navy dressing rooms. Old Navy? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, 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 wait. A dressing room doesn't have a toilet. (laughs) Well, if they had a toilet, you wouldn't have to be cleaning it up because it would presumably be flushed. I wasn't sure if people were like having like poop, you know, on the floor if they couldn't get to the toilet in time. But like a dressing room, there's no prospect of a toilet. (laughs) No, there's not. I'm sorry. Cleaned so much poop out of Old Navy dressing rooms. Yeah, this happened more than that. I'm saying rooms implies frequency. And so much. Oh, sweet Jesus. I worked at Chick-fil-A with my girlfriend. For context, we are gay. Honestly, tell us more. This was a quick hitter. You just responded to the question prompt, but I would like to hear more of that experience. I worked at an indoor farm and we got a really feisty hive of bees once that day. Stuck everyone. Wait. Oh, daily stung everyone in the room. I worked at an indoor farm. We got a really feisty hive of bees by that bees daily, daily stung everyone in the room. That's wow. rough. My worst work story was when I was a house sitter for a woman who had 25 cats. That's too many cats. Being fired for not being sparkly enough working at a hardware store. Was it Home Depot? That might have just been them telling that you weren't gay. It could have been. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Sparkly enough at a hardware store? I know. That's so ridiculous. Okay, let's do one more good one. Okay, I gotta find one more. There's so many, so it's not hard to like find good ones, but it's just that um there's so many that I like can't get through all of them. Okay. So this is actually one of our friends who says, um, I've got a few, like when I worked at a country club and got stuck in the elevator twice, or when I fueled planes and got the quote 
jet fuel bukkake, which my vision has never completely recovered oh from. Oh my god. Yep, safety glasses don't do much when you're working looking up with a volatile liquid overhead that can roll around and under them, LOL. Oh, no. Jet fuel might not be able to melt steel beams, but it definitely burns your (laughs) eyes. I actually got fired because of it because in my pain, I lost my security badge too, and I was still in training probation period, so they said they could fire you for anything. Oh, my god! Honestly, I probably should have tried to sue, but I was 20 and didn't know what to do, LOL. It makes for a decent story now, at least. It makes for a decent and harrowing story. Okay, there's so many really good ones and really bad ones. To be if clear, you know all what I of mean. these are bad. That's the whole well, point. Well, yeah, exactly. They're bad. bad but work some stories. of them are like just kind of funny, and some of them are actually like really heartbreaking and tragic. And I want to thank everybody for writing in. I feel badly we can't share all of them, but realistically, we can't just because of time. You know what would be cool too in the future hmm. is if we were eight, when we do prompts from house guests like this, if we did have like an Instagram or some sort of a profile or platform where we could share the stories that we weren't able to share anonymously. I know. Sometimes that makes me think like I should. Like a blog or something. Yeah. I mean, that could all be in the works. Like I have thought about so I have a blog that I've had for several years. It's like not super active right now, but it has a ton of old posts and I do occasionally write on it still. But I've thought about like transitioning that to being an under our roof blog and having it more as like more long form show notes for each week. Like a companion piece yeah, to the episode. I think that could be cool. I've also thought about making an Instagram for under our roof, but like I just don't know if people want another account to follow yeah you know what i mean i actually i think it'd be more fun too if like as someone's listening they can go to our website yeah i mean i guess we should hear from you i mean depending on how how you're using social media these days for me i find myself with like a bit of instagram fatigue i think because they are i just feel like their algorithm facebook slash meta is just trying everything to stay relevant and i think it's just kind of become a bit of a mess but i think a blog as a companion piece could be something that we could expand to and that way we could share more of your incredible contributions because really you make this show and this podcast what it is it's because we've been able to have this community with y'all over is it a year and a half yeah it's gonna our two-year anniversary is later this year Time flies when you're having fun and roasting Disney Plus, even though you secretly want them. <laughs> you so know what I was badly. thinking about? What? So we have Disney Plus now. Like when we first don't started. Say that. No, we've we've told this. I know. I don't. I just don't want to dwell on it. If you are new to listening to this podcast, you're probably like, "What on earth are these people talking about?" I don't I, even know when this we, started. We can't really like explain it all, but basically, we have a long running like beef, but it's kind of a joke, but kind of not. Not to me. With Disney Plus, and when we first started the joke, we didn't have a Disney Plus subscription because of our beef. Okay. But then I forget why, but we eventually were like, "Yeah, we kind of want the subscription." And now I realize, like, that's definitely one of those subscriptions that I've been paying for for the last, like, six months and haven't used it once. So no, we watch Cruella. Yeah, we watch Cruella. Okay, that was in November or something. So maybe and, what a, and wasn't it worth it? <laughs> yeah, wasn't it worth Like, at this point, if that's the only thing on Disney Plus I've watched in the last, like, four or five, well, six you know what? months. Why don't we get ready for bed and peruse Disney Plus tonight? Okay. And see what strikes our fancy. We could. They've got shows about whales. Yeah, that's the one thing that I really enjoy. <gasps> they probably have stuff about dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. We, we're we going to talk about this soon, but we recently rewatched the entire Jurassic Park franchise. 
and it, it was, was so fun so fun and i like really 10 out of 10 recommend yeah it's it's fun we watched up through fallen kingdom which is the latest one which i will get into this but i think is the worst mm-hmm. of all of them is the most recent mm-hmm. so anyway we're going to talk about that on an episode soon but thank you so much coming for soon on an episode of under our roof what you can expect on this season of Under Our Roof. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your work stories. I really appreciate the laughs and the vulnerability and the commiseration. So thank you. And have a great Monday. Yeah. The week is yours. Even if Mondays suck, you don't. And we will see you next week on Under Our Roof. So come here, my darling, come here, my girl, I'm flawed and I'm broken, but I'll give you my word.